ready to wake up, you're going to wake up. And if you're not ready, you're going to stay pretending that you're just a little, poor little me. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke, it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power. The world is like a ride at an amusement park, and when you choose to go on it, you think it's real, because that's how powerful our minds are. Everybody is I. You all know you are you. And wheresoever beings exist throughout all galaxies, it doesn't make any difference. You are all of them. And when they come into being, that's you coming into being. Yo, 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 people. How's it going? So anyway, this week on the Ascend podcast, I bring to you a conversation with a guy called Oscar Cousin. He is cycling the world on a bike in the aid of rainforest conservation. And it's going to take him in the region of three to four years. And he's a really interesting guy. And he only has a budget of about £20 a week, which is about $25. And I know for a lot of people that is going to sound really out there. But most of the way, he's going to be wild camping. And the main aim of his trip is to raise money for rainforest conservation. And he's raising money for a company called CoolEarth.org. And this company basically works towards saving the rainforest. And it really is supporting a great cause. I've also put this podcast forward forward to as well, ahead of other podcasts that I've recently done. I only actually recorded this conversation about two days ago. And the reason why I put this conversation forward is because Oscar is currently at the Lake District now. We recorded this conversation at Carlisle. Then straight after we recorded this, he headed straight to the Lake District. And he just recently messaged us a couple of hours ago telling us that he's currently loving the Lake District. He'd never been before and I was telling him about how beautiful it was. So he's currently at the Lake District and he's heading, then from there he'll be heading further down the UK and then across to Europe within the next couple of weeks. So the reason I brought this forward for is because I really wanted anyone who's listened to this podcast, if you can, help them out, reach out to them. Even if you can just, even if Oscar is passing by your way, you can go and visit them for a few hours, have a chat with them, show them around your city, give them a hot meal, or even let them sleep on your couch. Whatever you can do, it would be amazing. It would just be amazing if even five or six people all throughout his journey over the next couple of years from the Send podcast all the community out there, reach out to him and just help him out. He's open to that. He says any um, he wants to connect with like-minded people and I know there's loads of like-minded people who listen to this podcast. So that's the reason why I put this forward because I think that would be really cool. And the way that this podcast came about as well was really interesting. Uh, I came across a video on YouTube where Oscar was talking about how, what he was going to be doing how he's going to be traveling across the world on a bike so i thought screw it i'm going to quickly text him so i messaged him on his instagram and he said i'm i said where are you in the uk and he said i'm actually at a place called carlisle and i messaged him back saying no way that is about an hour's drive from where i'm currently located so he said let's do it and we met up and we sat and recorded this conversation beside a beautiful riverside so in this podcast, you will hear the ambience of the river in the background and the birds as well. And Oscar's website is is called cycleourworld.com. And while he's going to be cycling around, he'll be uploading videos and photos to his website so you can see what he's up to 
where he's going to be heading to next and I've also put some pictures in the show notes of us sitting beside the lake in his bike so you can get a gist of what his bike looks like there's also a video as all these conversations are videoed as well on our YouTube page on the Send podcast YouTube page if you type that in on YouTube and you will see us sitting beside the lake so you can see our beautiful faces and if you can as always please check out the Patreon page and support the podcast this podcast is now completely all a one-man band and all the help I can get will really be amazing and I would also love to see you all over in the private Patreon Facebook group and even if you don't donate through the donation option you can join the Facebook group as well that's absolutely fine I would love to see you all in there there really is a great little community building up in there and over the next few weeks as well I'm going to be taking a little break from the podcast I just want to let you know just for a couple of weeks Not too long, just a couple of weeks to reset. I've been doing this podcast non-stop for the last three years and over the last few months I've been travelling all over the place by myself and I've been editing videos and audio and doing so much behind the scenes. This really is a lot goes on and I just feel like I needed a little bit of a reset. And also as well, the place that I'm going to be going over the next couple of weeks, I'm not sure if I'm going to have Wi-Fi signal where I'm going is in the next few days I'm going to be heading to an off-grid location in Portugal. I really wanted to spend a week immersed in an off-grid living environment and I really wanted to get a feel and get a sense on a more integrated level and see what actually goes on behind the scenes in an off-grid living style place. And I really wanted to look at the integrate workings and see if I can do it myself because a vision that I have in the future is I really want to explore off-grid living. I want to buy a piece of land in the future. It might be a bit off yet but that is something I definitely have been putting out there in terms of thinking in my head and what better way to spend a good week immersed in that environment and just get a sense for what really it what it really takes to do that. And the conversation around off-grid living is actually something in a theme I do want to explore on this podcast. I know a lot of people have reached out to me saying that they want to do something similar. So in the future, I definitely want to get somebody on who can really explain and have a podcast around how can someone actually buy some land? How can someone start this themselves? So that will be coming up in the future as well. So like I said, in the next few weeks, I'm just going to take a few weeks to reset and immerse myself in off-grid living. And then also after that, I'm going to be traveling to Greece as well to explore some of the Greek islands. And if you want to keep an eye on what I'm doing and check out my journey, you can check out my Instagram page, which I've never really spoke about in this podcast, but I have an Instagram page. It's called I am Dan Harrison. Yes, I know it sounds like a bit of an ego trip, but it's the only Instagram handle I could get. So if you type in I am Dan Harrison, you can see me Instagram and I always always do always doing live videos and I do a lot of live video uh, sort of um, live story sorry of behind the scenes when I'm traveling around doing podcasts as well so if you go to I am Dan Harrison you can check out my Instagram page so anyway I know that you're going to enjoy this conversation as much as I did Oscar really is an interesting guy and like I said if you can support him it would mean the world to me it would mean the world to him so anyway enjoy this conversation beside the riverside with oscar cousin enjoy
let's do this. <laughs> so yeah, so I really do think it's really cool, cool what you're doing, and I just want to say thank you so much for giving us your time as well, because I, I obviously I know that what you're doing is insane as well, and it's really incredible. So you are basically cycling around the world in aid of rainforest co- conservation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what was the what was the motivation to do that? Why did you decide to get on a bike and just cycle around the world? Uh, it's 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 a very long story. I, I don't know how, how to kind of content. I don't know how to how to kind of condense it down. Um, but uh, I guess I, I guess basically I've, I've I've been cycling since I was about fifteen because I, I couldn't afford the train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I used to be in a. I, I, I grew up in in Tottenham in, in London and then I moved to Hastings and I used to be in a band in in Brighton with with, with my friends and. It was about 40 miles and I couldn't afford the kind of 16 pounds to, to, to get there and back every weekend. So I started doing that and then bit by bit I started kind of inching up the miles. And when I when I went to live in different countries, I, I, I tried to keep it on. And for the, far, for the past few years, I've been living in Holland and it, it, there's so much infrastructure there that I've uh, it's just taken over my life, really. And I've been working on my bike, earning money to um, yeah, working, working for Uber Eats. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't know I don't know how I don't know how how, how really the, the the idea to to cycle around the world came about. It's it's something I've had for a long time, and I've been slowly kind of working towards it, and 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 yeah, I, I guess angling my my life with with decisions to get closer to to my goal. Um, and I'm I'm yeah I'm finally here now, and yeah. I don't. I don't quite know how to, how to process it. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. What, what sort of but, things have you been angling in your life to sort of prepare yourself for it? Sort of jobs and things like that? And- yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I, I left the UK when I was 19 or 20. I, I, I think, that, yeah, uh, 20. Um, and I moved, I moved, to, to, moved to China to, to, to teach English because I couldn't really find, find a job in, in Hastings and... Um, so I, I thought that would be the, be the easiest way to, to make money quickly. Um, and then in China, after after six months, I I realised that I, I kind of needed needed a, a degree to to, to to live there legally. Um, and so I came back to Europe to study. I couldn't afford to do it here, and so I moved to Holland, studied there, didn't like it. Moved to Belgium, studied there for a year, didn't like it. Met my girlfriend and realized that that, that, that that all all the all of the kind of barriers I'd put in the way of I need a degree and then a good job and then I can finally save up I didn't really need to I didn't really need to put all these all these things against myself and um and I could just kind of work hard earning minimum wage for for about 6 months to a year and and reach my dream and I eventually did that yeah that's cool after lots of hurdles yeah <laughs> how much did, did you did you save up much money before you took on this adventure of yeah. riding a bike yeah yeah um I've, I've I've been kind of t- taking it seriously and working towards it for for about a year. I didn't save as much as I had hoped, but I, I've I've left with about four thousand euros, and I've spent about two thousand on on all, on all of the equipment. Um, quite a big part of that was buying things uh, cheaply, realizing they don't, they're not good enough, and then having to replace them with 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 better things. Um, I, I actually did try to start last summer. And I went to the Peak District in, in a forty-pound Amazon tent, and <laughs> uh, and I, I, and I almost froze. And so I, I went, I went back to Holland, and then and then kind of had, had a rethink and realised I need more money and more, more time. And yeah. so now I'm starting again. <laughs> when, I love that. When you, when you said before four thousand pound, 
I mean, that's not a lot of money, really, because when pe- a no. lot of people go away traveling, they, they save up 20, 30, 40, 50,000 pounds and things like that. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. not a lot of money. I mean, what, what's the, what was the full pro- process for that for you? Was it just a case of, did you have an Because I know a lot of people, when they go traveling, they say, a lot of people say, I want to get 20,000, but you get some people who yeah. say, I just need to buy the, the flight ticket or have enough money for a first couple of months. And then when I'm on the road, I'll just figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've been told by lots of people that it's not enough money. Um, I'm, I, 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 I've, I've followed um, a few people that have already cycled around the world and read, read a few books of, of, of people that have done it. And generally speaking, once, once you leave Europe, as, as, far as, as far as I know, you can get by on, on about £20 a week. Obviously, if you have more to spend, then, then you'll be far more comfortable. But I'm, I'm planning to, to be wild camping about six nights of the week and then, and then one day for kind of showering and washing my clothes. Um, and I, I think a big part of being able to live on, on such such little money is is kind of relying on, on other people to, to, to be generous and and it, it's something I don't feel comfortable with but it's it's, it's just uh, it's just something that happens I think once you leave Europe that, that you're you're that you're confronted with so many people that want to help you yeah and, I think you definitely will and I think without that without that it would be a far more difficult and more expensive thing to do yeah I love that how, yeah. how long is it going to take you to what's the plan in your mind how long is it going to take you to cycle around the world uh, we, uh, my, my girlfriend's joining me in, in about six months and we, we've set aside about four years to do it um, I think I think only about 18 months to, to two years will be will be cycling and uh, and then the, the other the other bit will be living living for, for, for stints in countries earning and, and then and then leaving again I, I think we've talked about um, working in New Zealand in, in Canada planting trees and then uh, because we're both qualified English teachers probably you know p- picking up random work in, in countries along the way yeah I love that so what, what's the because I've got so many questions because I really do think it's a really incredible what you're doing but, so what, what's the what's the route that you're going to be taking I know we're, we're sitting in Carlisle now beside the this beautiful uh, bit of water but what's yeah. the route that you're going to be taking so I, I kind of I, I guess I kind of officially started in Holland um, and then I uh, I cycled to, to Hastings, and then I got public transport up to Scotland to see my aunt and, and uncle. Uh, and from from that point, I've I've kind of told myself I'm not taking any more trains or, or, or buses, and, and now it's kind of properly starting. So I'm heading south, and then um, my route across Europe, uh, I'll be kind of heading towards the Alps through Belgium, um, seeing some some old friends in Belgium, and. I, I guess kind of heading diagonally and then uh, Albania, Greece, Turkey and then uh, getting a boat across the Caspian Sea to Central Asia. I have to fly over the Himalayas which I don't like to do but it's going to have to happen because of uh, yeah, because because of because logistically I, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Also because I used to live in, in China on a dodgy visa. I don't <laughs> really want to go back. Yeah, so right. it's yeah. Uh, and then after that, it's a bit more open open ended. But I'm eventually going to end up in New Zealand, and then we'll and then we'll do Alaska to Argentina and maybe Africa. But, but uh, I, I don't think we want to promise. Uh, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think we want to promise such a big commitment because um, we, we we might decide after Argentina that that's that's enough and we should find someone to yeah, live now. That's but. cool. What so I've seen when I've looked on your website and things like that, I've seen the. The map that's the way the line sort of mapped out, and the red line goes all the way across the countries. Like you said, it goes yeah. all the way down, sort of the, the I think it's the west side of the UK, all the way through France and stuff like that, Europe, yeah. and then across to all the different other countries. 
was there a specific reason why you decided to choose that way was it logistics or was it just sort of or was it you just need a case of just going oh, I'm just going to go this way <laughs> um, yeah yeah m- m- mostly I, th- I think I, I, I think that now I've started I've realised how naive I was in, in kind of looking at looking at Google Maps so much and kind of making making 100 mile kind of points across that like, I'll stay here stay here I want to go here I want to go here um, and, and now now the, now the reality of it is it's Ten times harder and more painful than, than I thought than I thought it would be. Yeah. It would be, but I I was mostly just kind of going I guess tracing a line through places that I wanted to see and trying to stick to national parks because it's much easier to camp and to and to live there without without being disturbed. Yeah, I mean you, you just you just said there and you we, 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 before the podcast as well we're slightly talking on the way to come to the spot and you were saying about how even so far you felt like you've threw yourself in the deep end already. I mean, yeah. why, why is that the case as well? Because I think a lot of people do love to know them stories of like the reality, really. Because like I've yeah. seen you before, a lot of when people have these conversations and people go on YouTube and they have these stories of all this adventure. Not many people really highlight the sort of not the negatives, but just the challenges. I mean, yeah. like, what challenges have you had already so far? Um, wind. Wind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think one of the one of the, the the mistakes I made starting out was was making appointments. I'm, I'm meeting my friend um, uh, Julius from a from a channel called Smooth Fixed, which you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for anyone that, that hasn't heard. Um, and we're meeting in Liverpool on the 18th, uh, and, and we're doing some cycling, and, and and that's great. But it just means that I I have to then rush there because I've kind of underestimated how difficult it is to get from A to B. Yeah. Um, and w- when you have wind, in, it, when you have the wind in your face, you make about half as much progress as as, as you would normally, um, and it just makes everything kind of far more stressful. And you you have to kind of cut out stops when you'd want to eat, or if you if you cycle past something beautiful and you'd like to kind of, you know, climb up a mountain, you can't really do that. Um, and then I'm meeting uh, my girlfriend and and her Dutch family in Hungary on May the twenty fourth. So once once I'm once, yeah once I'm finished with the UK, I then have to not rush, but I, I have to I have to be in, in a certain place, um, which 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 kind of it, yeah it, it just means I have to be far, far more on track and, and, and less and less open ended about what I'm doing. But but after that, it's completely um, I just head east and see what happens. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because something like this, this is, I mean, for me, if I was to do take on something like you're taking on. It would be more of the. I would be trying to. I'd want the more because I'd be doing something like that for the freedom. Because like I was saying to you before, that I, there's some things that I want to do when I want to go travelling. And I know in life you've got we've got certain schedules that you have to stick to and stuff like that. But something like this, for, for me, I thought that would like free you up more. But what you're seeing there is obviously like you said, you've put things in place. Maybe that's a mistake because I was thinking for you the process. If you allowed the process to unfold, maybe that would have. I mean, maybe that's something you need to do. Maybe you need to allow yeah. the the process more just to sweep you away yeah and maybe yeah. even just tell certain people that i know it's hard certain people and stuff but just tell people that i might be a bit later and stuff like that yeah because i think that's a big part for you is to let the process just take you away yeah yeah i i, I think with, with both with both the with both the, both the appointments that, that i have to, to meet julius and, and, my, and my family they, they know that i can be i can be late yeah that's good um but yeah i i, I think there's still a kind of element of of, of guilt that I, I want to try i i, I don't i don't want to i don't want to in, inconvenience them too much but um I, I guess that that's just my own thing of not ma- not not giving myself enough time because I, I i could have still met them and, and given an extra few days yeah. for each for each meeting but yeah, I think you'll definitely <laughs> see when you when you start doing it. Yeah, because I've heard loads of people's stories who've even cycled on a bike and stuff, and 
certain thing, certain something will come will come up in your life, and it'll just someone will just say, oh, "Come for a, come." For, you'll have a conversation with somebody, and you'll be with them for a week doing something else. Or do, so that's that's going to be really cool. Mm. When you said before about camping, how has that been so far? Because you you said before you haven't really have you had experience of wild camping before and stuff. Uh, maybe maybe three or four nights. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Um, it's it's been terrifying, yeah. Honestly, um, I, I've I've been I've been very much looking forward to kind of getting out into the real wilderness and not having to worry about about things like that. Because at the moment, I've out of just kind of yeah, out of out of lack of choice, I've been having to kind of just find parks at at the at the um, I've been having to find parks beside cities and just camp in in fairly urban places where you hear noises and kind of drunk kids and yeah. it's not it's not a relaxing peaceful thing um so yeah i'm, I'm definitely def- definitely looking forward to going into the lake district tonight where i can relax a bit yeah, it'd be really nice um but it's 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 hard it's cold um but i i know that that that, that the more i go south it the kind of easier easier it's going to be yeah definitely i was going to say that more you start getting towards europe it's going to be really nice yeah, yeah. i think that's when the benefits are going to uh, come into place why why did you choose to do it on a like do this adventure on a bike for why um, why a bike why is it I, I, I just love cycling oh really um I, I i've always wanted to see the world and if if i thought about kind of flying to different countries or or, or just kind of any kind of normal normal way of, of of traveling it didn't really appeal to me and i also wouldn't be able to afford to see so much um, I've 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 been on on one or two holidays before. Normally, I'll, I'll just move to a country, and and that's that's how, that's how I kind of I guess travel. Um, but I've I've found that when I've when I've cycled and when I've done smaller trips, the best parts of the trips have been meet, meeting people in villages and and meeting farmers that that you would never meet if if you go on a kind of two two day city break to to Barcelona or or, or whatever. I'd, I'd much rather be in the fields and you know meeting pig farmers or or, or yeah I, I, I think you have a, a much a much better experience when you meet people that don't expect tourists I think yeah definitely I was going to say as well maybe because with a bike as well it's probably going to allow you to sort of get off the sort of beaten track as well yeah because I sort of see if you're, you're traveling by other means you can't really you can't really get to them sort of little more integrated places and I think it's going to allow you to do that have you thought about that as well yeah yeah definitely yeah it's it, it I, I think with with other modes of transport and unless you're hiking you're you're much less able to, to say oh there's a mountain i'm going to go up it and and then i'm going to camp there and, and you know see what happens if, if you're if you're relying on public transport you're you're very much um uh, restricted to, to certain areas yeah i, I want to actually know what sort of because obviously you've got your bike here what sort of things are actually on your bike so um i've got a yeah um a, a sleeping a sleeping pad which which is insulated which, which I definitely recommend if anyone w- wants to do this because I, I bought one that wasn't insulated and then I almost froze. A uh, sleeping bag, a, a, a fairly cheap tent that, that was that's meant to be four season, um, and then I've, and then most of my weight is 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 kind of food and my laptop and, and camera and, and, and stuff like that. And I've got two changes of clothes, which isn't quite enough. So I've I bought these jeans um, because. Yeah, I only really brought cycling clothes with me, but I've been trying to keep it as light as possible. Is that is it heavy the bike? Yeah, it's it's about thirty four kilos, um, which which compared to compared to a normal touring bike is is very light, but it doesn't it doesn't feel that way. Um, I've I've got a friend from school who last year cycled from from the UK to uh, to Vietnam, 
and his bike was, was 70 kilos. And so I thought if I'm less than half what, what his weighed, it should be fine. But it's still, it's, it's still awful to, to go up hills on it. <laughs> because even looking at that, I'll put some, what I'm going to do is I'll put, I'm going to put some, put some pictures in the show notes as well so people can nice. get a gist and I'll link your channel and stuff like that so people can see. Oh, but looking at, the, looking at the bike now though, it just, it doesn't seem like there's a lot on there. No, Not no, no, it really isn't. There, there's still things that I think I, I need, I need to, yeah, I, still things I need to buy. Um, I, I didn't want to have a backpack with me, but, um, but when I when I was leaving, I, I filled up to the brim all of the bags, and so I needed somewhere to, to have my food and, and water. Um, so I, I, I think I still need to do some moving around and and, and chopping and changing. But how, how many how many uh, miles are you doing each day? Um, between sixteen and hundred at, at the moment. But I've 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 heard that even with really heavy bikes, after a while of, of doing it every day, you get used to just doing hundred mile days, day on end. Yes, you probably will get. Um, and and I, I read that, and when I was first planning, I thought, oh, I can do that because I cycle all the, all the time. And and uh, yeah, I, I can't at the moment. <laughs> yeah, so it'll t- I think it'll take it probably take time to get to that get to that stage, won't it? Yeah, yeah, I, I need to get, I need to get a bit more fit and uh, a bit a bit more kind of hardened. <laughs> I was going to ask you. I mean, you said before. Have you, did you see? Have you done anything like this before in your life before? This no. Because from the outside, people are going to be thinking that this is this is very sort of adventurous for a lot of people. I mean, this is a, a big step out of a lot of people's comfort zone. Yeah. But for you, have you sort of have you have you travelled before or anything like that? Only only really moving to different countries yeah. and, and living there. But before I, I moved to China when when I was nineteen, I hadn't really left the UK. I, I went to like Paris once. Um, and when I was a teenager, I, I, I had issue with, issues with, with depression and, and drug use. Um, and, and I think, I think part, of, part of that kind of led into why I wanted to, why I was far more able to take risks. Because at, at that point in my life, I, I thought I, I can either take a risk and do something that terrifies me, or I can just stay doing this, which, which, I, which I hate. <laughs> Um, so after I moved to China and, and taught English, it was it was a huge challenge, but it was something that, that taught me that that, that it's it's best to, to kind of jump into the deep end, and most of the time you'll you'll, you'll come back up. You, you, yeah, most of the time you'll survive, and and if you don't, at least you try it. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I was actually gonna because that was a question I was gonna ask you about the process. What was the the process in your mind? Because I mean, I'm going through a similar thing, where I'm on the verge of wanting to go travelling, but even even though I'm, I know in my head I'm committed to doing it now, there's still that little bit of fear in your mind that starts weighing up certain options and saying, what about this, but what about that? I mean, what was that process for you before you did that? I know you said you just, you're aware of your experience before led you to believe that if you just threw yourself in the deep end, it would be, eventually it would be okay. But was the, what was the process leading up? Did you have moments in your head where you were thinking, oh, I can't do this? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I think that now as well. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, my, my 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 kind of biggest my, my biggest uh, thing that that I keep telling myself going forward is that every single person I've ever read that has, that has done this, and, and there are quite a few when when you when you if, if you type it into Google, there's hundreds and hundreds of books of people that have cycled around the world. Every single one I've ever read has said it's been the best thing they've ever done with their life, and um, that's what I keep telling myself when I'm terrified in my tent or when my bum hurts or or you know when when I'm being blasted by wind, yeah. is that that in in the end everything will, will be worth it and 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 if i can also um raise money for for for, for a charity that, that i really care about um 
at, at, at the same time, it, it, it's a kind of win-win situation, even yeah. if, even if it is uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and I know how I know how me, my, myself as well. I mean, just at the weekend gone, not in the sense of how far you're traveling on the bike, but I went. I do a lot of downhill mountain biking. Nice. And I think I did it the weekend. I did forty miles downhill mountain biking. Nice. And I, I and I'm quite a fit person. And for two days I was struggling to walk. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I know what it feels. I really do know what it feels like. The pressure of it. Yeah. Uh, something else I want to ask you as well is how long, how long does this, the idea of actually doing this, how long was it in your mind for? About ten years. Oh, ten years. Yeah. Um, but I've I've been really taking it seriously. Like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to save X amount per month for for about a year. Um, but yeah, I, 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 as I said, I, it's been in my mind, and I've been making kind of conscious de- de- decisions that okay, I need I need a good job so I can make this money to do this. Da, da, da. But I really didn't didn't need all those barriers in, in the way. Yeah, I, I know you said before as well. One of the reasons why you're doing this is for uh, rainforest conservation. You want to bring attention to it and stuff and raise money for it. I mean, wh- why is that important? Important to you? Um, I, I grew up watching lots of David Attenborough. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I think it's been something I've been far more conscious of in, in, in the last few years, um, especially since I've been kind of living and, and living with my girlfriend and, and kind of trying trying to, to recycle and, and, and be green. And um, it, it's influenced a lot of my decisions. I don't I, I don't I don't think I'll ever end, end up driving because I've, I've I've been able to kind of I, I guess use my legs enough to, to get where I want. It just takes longer. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think, in general, I wanted to try and kind of take away the damage I've already done by just existing. And so I thought, if if I can, if I can maybe raise a few thousand foot foot to, to, to plant X amount of trees, um, that in it, the, 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 in the future I, I could at least say that I, I that I tried and, and made made a change. Even though I'm not, I'm, I'm not optimistic that 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 the world will, you know, suddenly flip things around and, and, and make everything okay um yeah I, yeah I, i'm not optimistic but I, I i think it's still worth trying to make a, a change anyway because what else can you do <laughs> yeah exactly i mean I'm, I'm thinking that in my life as well and, and i know a lot of people listening to this podcast are all trying to because i always talk about how in the world that we're in now it's like technology is advancing and stuff like that mm. and populations growing and more and more people on the planet and when we look at that, for me personally, when I look at it, I'm, I'm trying to think: Is there a way out of that? And I, I don't, I don't know. Me heart, I don't know. But I mean, a question I want to ask you is: is With what you're doing as well, were you actually? Because, like I said, you said before how you're trying to minimise the impact of just living on the planet. Because I think we're all aware of that: our impact, ourselves, just our own impacts, regardless of what the processes you're doing in your life, are still you, just you being on this planet is an impact on this, on the earth. But were you actually was one of the reasons why you did this? I was wondering was it because were you trying to sort of try and uncover some habits within your own self and try and highlight them within your own self? Um, I I I I think slightly, yeah. Um, yeah, I I I I think that, that also in my own life I have I have bad habits that, that that I need to change and and I thought that doing something like this would kind of bring bring a routine and and would give a kind of purpose and and I think I think when I was planning something like this I I thought that it would change that that would bring about a change in me and and kind of shape shape what I end up doing in in, in the future. Um, I, I yeah my my girlfriend and I have talked and I think. 
in, in the long run we'd like to kind of get a, get a farm and, and, and try and be sustainable and and, and tr- may, maybe try and buy a patch of rainforest and, and, and protect it um, but I, I, I think at the moment kind of li- living on not a lot of money that there's only so much you can do apart from you know trying to recycle and, and, and not eat red meat and you know st- stuff like that um, so I, I, I think I think that person to person we don't have that much power I, I, I think I think the vast majority of it is to do with corporations and governments, um, but it doesn't mean that we shouldn't, you know, try and, and make small changes because, in the end, it's better than than not. It's a weird thing. It's a really weird dilemma that we're in because I know on this podcast a lot of things that I talk about is trying to sort of what you were seeing there, talk, talking about sort of defeating the uh, the uh, the entities and the the organisations that. That, that hold all that stuff up that is is affecting the planet but at the same time trying to be aware of the things that I do in my life that hold up them organisations to keep doing what they're doing as well yeah. and that's the hard thing because we look around at the world and we've got an abundance of everything really I mean we've got these microphones now I mean you've still got a, you've still got a bike you've still got food you can go to a supermarket and buy food but at the same time aware in your mind that that abundance is holds up the same things that I hate so much in my head and it's so hard to get away from that. How do you how do you deal with that in your head? Um, I, I I I think that knowing that kind of builds a lot of my pessimism. Yeah. And <laughs> in, in, in I and I can't see there being some some huge huge change in the future in in in, in assistance because um, because countries countries themselves need need endless growth and and it's, it it just doesn't work it 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 doesn't really work in in in, in conjunction with with, with with trying to kind of minimize waste and 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 trying to be carbon neutral it, 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 these these two things don't don't go together um so <laughs> yeah I, 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 yeah i don't really have a, a, a kind of i don't have a positive conclusion it, it's it's uh it's just i i i'm not hopeful but i'm gonna do my own thing and, and tr- try and yeah, try, try and make it, try and make a small change and yeah that, that, that's the best i can do yeah <laughs> no, i love that it's, it's honest it's honest because i mean i think we're like i said earlier i think we're all just trying to figure out how do we get through this and it's yeah it, and it's hard because i mean me and you are of similar age and i know a lot of people not everyone listens to this podcast no matter what your age is but i think a lot of people are just trying to are trying to figure out we're through this thing that we know we're immersed in and we know that it is a detriment to to the planet and stuff like that but it's just trying to how do we sort of navigate our way through that? And it, it is really hard. I, I don't know what the answer is. And that's why I want to talk to people like you because you're trying different things. Other people who I always talk to on this podcast trying different things. And I think it's just about, like you said, just trying your best, trying the yeah. best with what you've got. And that's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to do. And I know you're trying to do that. But how, how does... Because uh, I really... I, what I want really hope for is because I'm going to put this... Like I said earlier, to, I'm going to put, put this podcast out a lot earlier. Probably be put out straight away after this conversation how can how can sort of people help what you're doing and things like that because i really want people listening to this now even just if you're traveling down the country to just even just give you a warm meal or just reach out to you and help you and things like that so how can people yeah. <laughs> how can people reach out to you and help you help you out yeah so my my website is cycle and my instagram is cycle our world insta uh, and and you can you can contact me on on both of those um, it would be great if, if anyone can, can give me somewhere to stay 
I'll, 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 if, if, if you can't, don't feel guilty because I'll, I'll be fine sleeping in a bush. But <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be great to meet people that, that, that think in a similar way as well and, and, and to have discussions. And so, yeah, if, if, there's, if there's anyone, anyone, anyone listening, I'd, I'd be happy to, 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 come, and, yeah. to come and meet you. <laughs> I, lo- I love it because I, I do think that what you're doing is it's going to sort of, I think the process itself is going to sort of, I know, for, and I just know that it's going to sort of be so rich in your life. It's going to probably it's going to be something that you're going to look back on in five or six years' time, and it's going to be you're going to smile about it. Have you have yeah. you thought about that process even yeah. in five and six years' time? What the feeling feeling yeah. would be like? Yeah, I've, yeah. I, I've also thought of the flip side of 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 being being that guy that's like around the world. And, oh, right. and, and, and how when I'm 50 that that, that that might kind of get annoying that, that, that maybe that's the only kind of thing I've, I've yeah. done but <laughs> I don't know that, that's, that's a problem for, for, for you know um, for 35 years from now 50? no I, I've calculated wrong yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the <laughs> yeah, I would, yeah what I was saying to you was I was just going to say that how the I just know that the process itself is going to it's yeah. going to really sort of <laughs> it's going to it's just going to really expand you as a human being i mean i think that's what yeah. the process of everything does doesn't it really yeah i i i kind of i i still have um i i guess some some kind of layover things that, that i don't like about myself that, that that come from um uh i i guess a kind of tr- troubled childhood and i i see this big cycle as as kind of the last big spot to pop and that it's gonna hopefully make me resourceful and and more confident and more able to, to kind of deal with with adversity and um i hope that that going into the future and probably becoming a parent that these will be skills i can pass on to to to, to my children and, and and use in my life and 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 the life of, of my uh, of my girlfriend who's yeah who's doing the same thing eventually. I, I love that because there's so many there's so many people out there including myself including you who are trying to like I said before, we're trying to navigate ourselves through this and we're trying to look around and you said before, I want to try and live off grid. I'm very similar. I'm thinking in the future, I want to get a, a plot of land and become more sustainable. Yeah. And so many more people are now are, are trying are trying different ways and different mediums to try and sort of, to live a more, I would say more of a, call it more of a healthy lifestyle. Mm. But I yeah. just don't know what the answer is. I just don't know, I don't know what it is because I keep thinking, because I want to ask, this is a question I want to ask you as well is because I'm, I'm, myself, I'm gearing up for a, to go traveling as well. But it's the in the back of my mind. It's the thing of, what if it doesn't work out? And then also as well, I keep thinking in my head is, after four years, do I have to come back into the matrix and play the game again? Because that, that's the that's the tricky thing. Because the way the system set up, people do require money to to do the things that we need to do in this system that we're in. And it's and I don't know. Maybe just speak on that. I don't know how what we feel about that. Trying to navigate our way through the with the understanding I know you just you've just started your journey now and you don't want to be thinking about coming back and going back into the matrix and things like that I, I, I don't think I ever would yeah no, oh wow no. although saying that I haven't really been in the matrix I, I've, I've only done kind of small jobs I've, I've taught English and I've, and I've delivered kind of food yeah through, so you've through, already through, sort through, of been sort of, sort of circumnavigating that already yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I've never done a kind of office job and, and I've only done I've only ever worked jobs that, that I've kind of wanted to do Apart from working in Sainsbury's when I was when yeah. I was eighteen, but <laughs> um, I I I think that long term, yeah, I, I don't think it would be, it would be an issue of of having a holiday and then needing to come back. I think if you want to come back, it would be because maybe you, you want to see family 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 and friends. But 
but and anything you can do here you can do in a different country and yeah, you can that. grow so much more than than than, than staying in the, pl- in the in the country that you're born I, I i i thought that even when i had kind of dark days when i was living in belgium or, or china um the, the the kind of upside of that was well well at least i'm i'm, I'm trying and I'm, and I'm in a foreign country and i'm learning learning through through osmosis even small things you know trying to pick up a language or or, or doing doing something like, like that yeah um so i i i i would say you don't need to come back if, if, if you don't want to anything you can do here you can do elsewhere um and you could just travel end- endlessly there are so many jobs you can do around the world and and things you can be involved in um kind of voluntary things and and you also don't need a lot of money to, to be able to travel. Um, we, were, we were talking about about Simon Wilson's channel. Yeah. Um, I, I've watched lots of YouTube, lots of YouTubers on, online who 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 have have fun and, and, and experience things with, um, for, for free. And that's that's something that people can do permanently if, if if they want to. Yeah, I love that. I mean, it is it is a big part of the journey as well as trying to get to that position where you can be more sort of not become less self reliant on the on money really because i mean like you said you've you've got this bike and you said before was it you planning on how 15 dollars a week did you say it was 15? um about about 20 pounds a week 20 pounds a week yeah roughly yeah, yeah so for, for a lot of people they're going to be thinking like how could you do that but obviously you've probably geared yourself up in your life probably had a form of sort of geared yourself up for a form of of minimalism in a way to be able to, to be able to do that but for a lot of people, a lot of people, they're going to be like, "How do you do that?" What would you say to somebody if somebody, say, if somebody's out there right now, and they're saying that I can't live on twenty, twenty dollars a day? What would you, what would you say to them? To eat, do? Lo- eat lots of rice. Eat lots of rice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think if you've got a stove with you, um, it, 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 already um, everything you eat can be much, much cheaper than 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 buying, you know, sandwiches or, or whatever you would normally eat for, for lunch. Um, yeah, you can go to markets in different countries, and once you leave Western Europe, everything everything becomes less than half price. G- generally speaking, obviously not in you know Japan or, or whatever, but um, um, I, I I think people would be surprised at what twenty pounds a week can 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 do for you. Yeah, definitely. It also comes with, as I said, um, kind of relying like relying to some extent on on other people. Um, but it, but it doesn't mean that 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 that, 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 that should stop you from, from, from doing it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good place to wrap it up. We'll leave it there. Thanks so much, honestly. Yeah. Really Thanks, cool. Man. I really appreciate really it. Really cool just to be able to, to share your journey because I, I really do think what you're doing is really incredible. And I just hope that a lot of people, even if even if it's just five or six people, reach out to you along the road and help you out, I think it'll be really incredible. Yeah, Yeah. cool. Thanks, so man. thank you so much. Thank you. Nice one. What a cool conversation that was. I really loved sitting and chatting to Oscar. I really could have sat with him all night and chatted to him much longer. Really funny because straight away after we did this podcast, Oscar had to shoot off straight away because he, he had to get to the Lake District to where to, to where he had to go to before it got too dark. So we did this podcast at the, at the Riverside Bank and then he shot off straight away as he only had about a couple of hours of light before it got too dark so he could set up his tent and and wild camp please check out his website it is called cyclehourworld.com and you can see all his stuff that he's up to and where he's heading to next please reach out to him if you can help him out along his way if he's coming to your city like i said in the intro and whatever you can do 
to help him out would be amazing. Like I said, in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to take a little reset from the podcast. And after that, when I come back from resetting and doing a bit off-grid living (laughs) and traveling around some of the Greek islands after that, there's going to be some really powerful podcasts coming up. And I promise you that. I've been working so hard over the last few months to get a couple of podcasts in the bank. And in the future, I really do have some epic conversations coming up. I'm really going to keep pushing this as much as I can. I promise you all that. I'm going to keep bringing interesting people, interesting messages, interesting stories and lessons for you all. And I promise that. Promise you that from the bottom of my heart. This thing is just getting started and there's no way that this is stopping. I know how much you love it all. So anyway, just to play this podcast out in as it is getting near watermelon season and it's getting hotter around the world, I want you to enjoy this song. It's called by a guy called Simon Van Gend. And the song is called Watermelons. So enjoy this song and I will see you all very soon. Peace and love. The headphones will help my party. Okay. Are we rolling? All I ever do is think about what's to come And how it's gonna be when my work is done And all the joy I'm gonna find when obstacles are overcome No matter where or when or who I'm with I'm always waiting for a bigger fish And all my hopes are mixed up in this myth that the best is yet to come This is the time This is the place Let the juice run down your face It's time to bring The watermelons in All your wealth Don't leave it on the shelf Help yourself to all that the moment brings How long you gonna sit around and wait For bigger fish to bite upon your bait Some sweet magical idea to wake you up to really being here Happiness is just over the hill But over that one there's another still And even when you've reached the peak I bet that you will still find more to seek This is the time, this is the place Let the juice run down your face It's time to bring the watermelon from what's inside of me keeps me trapped inside the yet to be and 
Like a stone I skip along the surface of the ocean that is me Slowly I am learning how to sink Beneath the layers of the thoughts I think To the world of what I feel where there's a chance to make the moment real This is the time, this is the place Let the juice run down your face It's time to bring watermelons in All your wealth, don't leave it on the shelf Help yourself to all at the moment 